Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast and also on YouTube at NY Just Fans as we come to y'all with another episode. Um, the Jets played their first preseason, preseason game against the Giants, where we'll get, we will get there in two seconds. But what's going on, Kyle? How you feeling this week? I said everything's good. You know, was happy to see some some actual live football. You know, mm-hmm. see how boys play against somebody else. You know, besides the uh, um, themselves on the practice field. So yeah. that was definitely <laughs> a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, and I think we all was excited to finally watch what what we could see this upcoming season. Um, I know the first team played the whole quarter. Um, after that, I think the it was the second, the second and third teams for the rest of the game. Um, so so just in your opinion, Kyle, who do you think played well in that first game? Um, for the most part, like I said, I, I can't be too mad about um Wilson's performance. You know, he I think he played um efficiently. He had one one pass where I saw where it was just a bad throw. And actually, no, I make that two. It was two two passes that was bad throws. Um, I think both of them was on like third downs, but other than that, he was fine. Um, I think uh Ty Johnson really stood out. Like agree. He, he didn't say he looked just as good as he, you know, he did towards the, the end of the season for us. Mm-hmm. Um I would say uh Staying on the offensive side, probably the the play of the game is um, Denzel Mims and his uh, twenty yard catch and run. You know, eluding like yes, you know six six would be tacklers to get to the first down from a you know what I'm saying from a five yard you know catch and run. So that was mm-hmm. definitely you know happy for him to see him you know be able to to do something like that for the team. You know, and also to show that he um, you know he's a team player. Heard that he um he had actually requested to um to be on the special teams um unit, which no oh, wow I just, yeah I was surprised to see him out there in the beginning, but um they said reports was that he actually requested to do that, so that just shows you know you know the type of player he is, and um I say on the defensive side you know that D line was doing a thing yes sir and I say my man Jonathan Marshall you know got a sack and a safety which I you know happy to see. You know, my my other dude, um, Nazardeen had a, you know, a couple of stops and a and a forced fumble, so as I said that was definitely you know happy to see you know, maybe I have a a, a late career in scouting maybe one day you know who knows, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah as I said it was definitely definitely a good look. And as I said the the Giants only scored that 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 one touchdown off a a, a fluke. Uh, fluke fumble in our in our um in our own end of the field so i was pretty much happy with um for the most part the overall performance i think um i was impressed with the o line um especially makai beckton even though uh fair tucker didn't play um dan feeney kind of helped his ground um i i would say that they was they was giving them they was giving like Ty Johnson, um, Carter. They was letting them run that ball, and they was doing their thing, man. So, yeah. I think the O line definitely deserved the credit. Even even they uh had great pass protection. I know it's not against 
the first team defense, most of them, but still, it's still against a different team. So, you know, this is something that we really can't complain about. And the guy's not going to do nothing but get better. Um, Wilson looked calm out there. Um, just like you said, a couple of bad throws, but that's a rookie, you know? So, so that's what we should expect. So now my thing, my thing is, is now that, that we saw what this offense and what this defense can do, because defense was just running nonstop. But shout out to CJ Mosley too, because Mosley looked great. Um, what can we expect for that second game? You know, before we um before we get back to that topic, what can we expect against the Packers? Because we know that the Packers is a more on the uh, more of a elite team than the Giants. Um, like I said, I'm I'm definitely expect um you know happy to see this challenge coming up. Like like you said, because. It's, the Giants overall, you know, they started their second string um, people, like I said, for this game. Uh, but, you know, going up against Green Bay, you know, saying they're a polished team, you know, with, with good players and pretty, you know, pretty well coached. So, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing what they're able to do. You know, I, I, I still think our, 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 front, our front four, or we even want to say front seven, uh, is going to do their thing. No, I don't think it's just going to be a, a, a offensive clinic on us, you know, on the defensive side. But like I said, I think they think they're going to hold their own. Uh, the biggest thing would be, I don't say on the uh, offensive side, just to see, you know, how how well we're going to be able to click against, you know, a Green Bay defense that you know they've they've practiced going up against Rodgers you know, all the time. So they should be prepared, you know, in terms of for various types of offensive attacks, you know, which are also similar, you know, to the floor stuff. So um yeah. Like I said, I, I I'm like I said, I'm just excited to 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 see them, you know, get a little bit more of a challenge than they, they did last week. Yeah, um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is playing. I'm not too sure, but even if that playing against Jordan Love, you know, you're still gonna get that experience against a, a better a better team, you know, and you know, this would be the time, you know, to go against them guys. Um I think stick with stick basically my my game plan for them is stick to what works, especially yeah. against the Giants. Like you you we saw we actually saw them was moved, like I said, with Beckham blocking, you saw Todd Johnson running on the left, um, and like on a like a dive or even even around, you know, for the first time I actually we finally saw some yards on the outside. So yeah. I, I feel like, you know, just stick to what works and um and, and Wilson just get get still get his experience and you know and let that defense keep building because like I said, we I think we satisfied and we know that we could see better, but it's just one quarter, and I don't know how long they're gonna let the guys play. Um, did they say how long they're gonna let them play tomorrow? Um, I believe they said uh they're going to give them a, a thing two extra series. So I think they're looking at maybe three or four series from the from the starting offense before mm -hmm. they you know before they pull in the sub. So okay. that should you know maybe get into the second quarter depending on you know how the offense is run. Right. Okay. I'm about to say, well, we'll, you know, we'll be excited. We'll be excited to see what happens and, 
hopefully, you know, they'll get it together. Um, like I said, it's just, just keep building, keep building that chemistry. It's a lot of young guys on offense. It's a lot of young guys on defense with a little bit of veteran experience in there. So just keep, keep building, keep building and keep getting better, man. You know, and we, we're excited. We're very excited. <laughs> but um, let, let's talk about Alex Lewis. Uh, earlier today, he retired. Um, do, do we do you know Kyle Wild why he retired and if so um I know he I know they said he he it's possible he might play in 2022 but might not be with us who knows but um do you know any reason why he retired um as far as I know as I said I know he started out um I believe he started out the year on you know one of the exempt lists for not playing so I think yes. there was there was some possibility, like people were saying that, you know, based on that, you know, there was definitely considerations of mm -hmm. you know him possibly retiring, and you know it maybe has to do with some of the the, the moves that was made, you know, in terms of our our O line, and him maybe not looking to say, you know, what it's a crowded room where I already know that. You know, people already had a, a expectation of me from you know his performance last year, and you know at, at 29, you know maybe he's like you know what, that's it for me. I don't I don't really want to go through this. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not and it's not not that it's a, a common thing, but it's not out right. of the question for um, to see guys you know retire before you know 30. You know it's it's happened before, so it's just you know, another one of those cases we can add to that that list. Yeah. Um I hope whatever it is, I hope um Alex Lewis get that situated and hopefully he'll come back. If not, we understand and we wish you nothing but the best. Um let's talk about the cuts. Um the Jets trimmed it down the 85. Um they place Camel Cam Cart on injured reserve. They have cut safety Bennett Jackson um, defensive lineman Michael Dornfor, running back Austin Walter. So and and also they waived kicker uh, Chris Naga. Not not not. No, I did not say the N word before you even get asked that. <laughs> even say something, but um, as I know, one of them is um, the running back. I think Austin Walter. Um, could you could you break down the play for us, Kyle? Yeah, that's it. I, I'm. I was very, uh, I wasn't, I should say, I wasn't very surprised to see him cut, you know, he was probably the least productive guy, you know, that, that played um, from our backfield. And then, you know, I said that one, yeah, one play where, you know, he literally just tripped over his own feet before he even got the ball, you know, <laughs> and, you know, once he got the ball, he tried to get up and run with it and like and lost it. And so I just think like, just, Based on the, the running backs you had before him, you know, like I said, Ty Johnson did his thing. Um, Carter did his thing. You know, uh, was it Adams came in and did a little something. And I said, okay. we, we, have, we still have um, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman that's, mm -hmm. you know, back there. So it was, I think it was inevitable for, for him to, you know, to be on the chopping block. I think he was just a guy in there just to get some reps, you know, during the, um, the preseason dispel some of these guys at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, we got some nothing but the best, but uh 
Uh, I mean, you know, this is what we expect, you know, and it's going to get tougher around. Um, do you do you have any predictions on on the next the, the next chopping block after this one after the Packers game or or you or you want to leave that alone for now? <laughs> um, I would say there's only one guy that stands out to me right now, and that's um I think I forgot his first name, but number thirty three, Lewis. Okay, and he. He was the one that when they had the Giants down on the one yard line, broke containment on the outside and allowed the, that dude to run like 49 yards, you know, on one run on that run play. Oh, so, like I, as soon as I saw him break, you know, break in towards the, the middle of the field, I'm like, I was like, what is he doing? And then next, you know, the running back got past the line of scrimmage and just kept running. So right. I, I I have he's he for me he's the first one that should go. I'm surprised he didn't get cut. You know Zang Zang Lewis, that's his name. Yeah. Zang yeah, Lewis. Yeah, that's it. I'm surprised he didn't uh he didn't get cut this first go around. But that's mm-hmm. it. I heard that he's got an interception in in uh in uh in practice the other day. But to me, like uh, a mental a mental lapse like that that play to me is something that you you really don't want you know to to have someone do so correct yeah to me it's just you know i don't know it's going to it's, it's going to get more tougher than what it is um it's just you know cuz cuz even one of the even the like the wide receiver like Barrios could get cut even Crowder, even though I don't see it happening with Crowder, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be right. surprise cut here and there. I think what's what is the number what's the number? Like 53 overall? Yeah, 53, yeah. And this is gonna to get tougher and tougher. And, and I could tell some of the fans is gonna be mad about some of them cuts when it happens. So I'm not I'm not gonna make no predictions yet, but it could get it could get very ugly at this point. So good luck to the fellas tomorrow night. Um, we definitely will be watching, um, and hopefully we'll we'll have our first YouTube video by this weekend. Um, let's let's talk about first. Let's before we get into the damn Jamal Adams deal, which is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> just real quick with Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson in this updated case. Uh, basically, the FBI <laughs> is involved now, which is kind of crazy. Um, and some people think that the NFL is not doing their job of putting Deshaun Watson on the exempt list. Um, do you agree with that or, and why? Um, I said, I, I, I've spoken on this before. And like I said, I, I'm still on the, the side of, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And yeah. as far as, as far as right now, you know, there's just talks of what, um, you know, statements people have made and from both sides. And, you know, there's things coming out about, you know, some of the people that did complain who seem to have ulterior motives with this, you know, just with dealing to Sean, um, mm-hmm. you know, in general. So, which for those people that, that, that are on that side, makes it bad for, you know, the people that if, you know, Deshaun actually did do something, it muddies the waters of to say, okay, well, 
is all of these allegations you know legit so it's going to make people look at everything more so with a fine tooth comb and i know uh there was some complaints from you know some of the women that the nfl you know they didn't like what was going on with the nfl and how they were doing things you know but right at the end of the day it's not for the nfl to do the criminal part of this, if there is any criminal part about this, you know, right. it should be up to law enforcement, whatever degree it is, whether it's local or even if it goes up to the FBI, right. let them do their work. And once the work is done, then say, okay, well, we found him to be this or that and deal with it accordingly. You know, mm. and that's it. You know, it's not like a, a case where, like when you have with Ray Rice, you see him on film, you know, physically attacking his girlfriend. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's a totally different story. Whereas this is just allegations that's being made with no evidence other than word of mouth. So it's going to take time to, you know, to clear all this up. And I said, at the end of the day, I don't think that he should be, um, looked at or treated a certain way until they find out that he's guilty damn yeah but the woman went to the police and was saying that um uh, they they the nfl basically the nfl the people in the nfl um asked asked them like what color clothes you had on when when it happened and it got guess it made them felt really uncomfortable but I don't know. Watson still doesn't want to play with, with them, but he's participating because he don't want to lose all that money. So I get it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're gonna um try to still trade him. Like I said, the trade value is gone. You know, before before all of that happened, the trade value was gone. So, yeah. so they if they want to trade them, get what you can and 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 see what happens from there. Yeah, I wonder if they like I said at this point. At this point, really, they they probably have no choice but to wait it out because, as I said, they mm. missed a big opportunity this past draft to try and move him because there was, you know, multiple teams that had the the firepower to compete for him in terms of um a trade deal. So, correct. You know, once that once those all those picks are used now, and you're only looking at next year. You know that that number of picks where people have multiple first rounds, is, you know, is not the same as it was, you know, this this previous draft. So yeah. at this point, I think they might have no choice but to wait. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But we'll definitely have some when we figure out some more information. We'll definitely keep y'all updated. Now let's get into the the big the big uh, one of the big news of the day. Uh, Jamal Adams. And Seahawks found an extension to make him the highest paid safety in the league. Four years, 70 mil. I think it's 72 mil. It's one of the two. Uh, 18 mil a year. Um, he's getting paid linebacker money. So, you know, maybe, maybe you know, they see him as a linebacker more as a safety. But anyways, um, how you feel about this deal, Kyle? Um, yeah, that, I said, I'm totally confused by you know, their willingness to give a guy of his caliber that type of money, you know, who's pretty much has shown 
most of his career that he's one dimensional. You no, know, he's a he's a box safety at the at best. Yeah. So, you know, if they want to give him that money, then more proud to him. Like I, I, I'm just at a loss because I never would have expected them to give him that type of money, especially when you're looking at from let's say you look at it from a per year perspective, it's almost two million dollars higher than the previous highest guy, who was um, uh, Justin Simmons from from uh, Denver, you know, yes. and you know, in comparison, you know, this is a guy, you know, a you know almost eighty tackle, five interception guy you know, last year. And then before the year before that, four interceptions and almost like 70, uh, you know, 70 tackles. But between the two years, he had over, you know, 24 pass breakups. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This guy has been good. Like he's averaged, he's averaged pretty much three interceptions uh, a year since he's come into the league. So, you know, he doesn't have the sack numbers that Adams do, but again, we're talking about safeties. So, yes, I don't, I don't see how, you know, they think that he's worthy of being that much paid that much more than the the highest paid guy was previously. Uh, this is me. Yeah. That, like I said, Jamal Adams is an upgraded version of Calvin Pryor, Louisville Slugger. <laughs> he's not the he's not the he's not good at coverage. Um, I get it. He knows his football. He knows his plays. But that, but still, when it comes to being the safety and the cover them guys, he's not the best. Even even one play with Diggs doing a short slant route, he got confused. You know, and that's not the guy that that you will want to pay, overpay. And Seattle did that, you know. And Seattle, and the and the most confusing thing for me is that Seattle was not paying offensive linemen, you know. And they got right. one guy, I think that's that uh, Russell Wilson said to play, um, to pay. And I don't, I forgot his name. It's something with a brown, but oh yeah, I, um. Was it? I just know that I just know that Dwayne Brown. Thank you. It was Dwayne Brown. So I know that Seahawks definitely need O line help. You know, your quarterback has been roughed up. Ten nine out of ten years, Russell Wilson got the most hits out of any quarterback in the league. Quarterback. Imagine if you if Russell Wilson could. Could you could chop him down to half of that, and and give him that pass protection, he'll be so much more elite than than what he is now. Yep. So I'm confused. The why is you not if you're spending your money on, uh, a- average of oh, a little above average, I'm gonna say, type of safety. Um, why why you don't pay those guys and and get you some. And get you some goddamn O line help. You got the wide receivers. 
you know, then you can and whatever running backs can run the ball. If you get get them that protection, you know, it'll be easier for Russell Wilson to, to work on his game more instead of having to get hit. It doesn't make no sense, Kyle. I'm, I'm confused by that. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, um, I'm just totally. I said I'm I'm at a loss, but think about it. <laughs> they they they've been overpaying. Since they got him, you know, because two yeah. two first round draft picks in the third, they gave up, and now they're giving him seventeen a year. So, you know what? At the end of the day, in, in terms of a player's aspect, you know, more power to him. The fact that he was able to get this money, but just from a, a organizational standpoint and a value standpoint, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I really don't either, but it is what it is, man. And- I guess congratulations to you, Adams. You finally got the money you deserve now. You better hope you, better hope you win something because if you don't win nothing, you ain't going to do nothing but complain. Are you are you willing to, to, to sacrifice some of that money to pay pay some of these guys off to get a championship ring? Or is you, or is you worry about yourself and about the money and you just want a big talk and, and cry? So that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. But congratulations mm-hmm. to you. No, no hate intended, but just speaking real shit. Um, excuse my language. Um, let's let's get into our our AFC NFC North QB rank. I think this is going to be one of the most tough ones because there's some um some decent teams out there. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to go start it, uh, Kyle, or you want to go? Um, I'll start this one. He said, yeah, because we're doing the North, right? Yeah. Yeah, North. Yeah, this one, you know, I'm saying off the rip, you're going to have to say Aaron. Well, we're going from eight to eight to one. So, yeah, um, at eight, uh, this is a good one. At eight, I'm probably going to go with, with golf. At wow. Eight. Oh, wait, I forgot about Chicago. What am I saying? Yeah, I was about to say, wow. <laughs> uh, about to say, Kyle, you're killing me, bro. Come on, man. We got to yeah, go with Andy got, Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton, yeah. I forgot about Andy Dalton definitely eight. And then Ben Golf at seven. Wow. Uh, six. This is this is where it gets interesting. Uh, six. I'm going to go with borrow only because of the level of, or I should say, the amount of play that he's had. You know, the rookie got hurt, so we haven't seen much of him. So mm-hmm. that's uh, I'll put him at. At, at six, then five would be Cousins. Ooh. Four is Baker. Three. I'm going to say Ben because mm-hmm. 
of just where he's at in his career. Still a good quarterback, whatever, but I know he's up there in age. And because of that, you know, and he's also had a lot more help than the guy that's ahead of him in, um, in, in Lamar Jackson. Right. I'm Lamar Jackson at two because I said the guy, what he's been able to do with the level of talent that he's had on the outsides, you know, being mm-hmm. that Andrews was, has been his best receiver for like maybe like the past, like at least two of the past three years, like he's been right. his main target. Like that to me um, shows what type of talent he is because he was still able to produce and get these guys to the playoffs. So, right. So I have him at two, and then obviously Mr. MVP, uh, Aaron Rodgers at number one. Right. Uh, of course, you put Dalton at number eight, yeah. um, number seven. That, that number seven was tough for me. I don't know, man. Ah, golf, man. Oh, golf, you make it tough for me. Because I want to put Burrow there, but then Burrow was doing his thing, and uh, and I love and I love Joe Burrow too. I was high on him too. Uh, I, I guess golf, man, that's tough. Golf seven. Oof. Yeah. I'm thinking about something though. I know, I know you, I know you, you said like you got on me about putting golf. Well, when I was about to put golf at eight, but now I'm thinking about it. There might be a. a a case to put him at eight and listen to hear me out. He wasn't able to produce with the level of offensive talent he had over in LA. Like he, he, he had, you know, they got him to the Super Bowl early, but then like last year, like he was just a total dud. And most of that was on him. Right. So even though he's done good, like, I don't know at this juncture right now, how much better he is? Uh, I mean, to me, I just can't. I can't. I, it's a tough thing, but for me, I just can't. I can't do it because Andy Dalton is—he's uh, not the red—he's not the red rifle from the Bengals, man. And he's definitely going to lose that job to Justin Fields, um, even though Justin Fields didn't um, didn't do his best, but he—he he actually did good in that second half so you know it's something for Bears fans, um, fans to be excited for so for now I I, I got Dalton at, at number eight I can't do it <laughs> I, just can't, I just can't do it um seven seven golf six borough five oh, man, Jesus five is Baker is five Baker or, or I'm just talking out my behind right now. Um, would I say five big? No, five is cousins. I would say, oh, that's tough. Matter of <laughs> fact, oh, that's that's tough. That's tough. Um, oh, Lord. Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave um, Kirk Cousins at five, Baker yeah, at four. Um, of course, three is Ben. Um, I feel like I feel like if the run game was there with Pittsburgh, that playoff game, then that's how Ben can execute his game right, you know, instead of throwing it 50 times. So 
I'm going with Ben number three, then I'm going with Lamar, and then of course I'm going with Rodgers number one because nobody does just doesn't have that flourish that Rodgers does, but also Lamar Jackson, if he gets that number one wide receiver, then his game is definitely going to flourish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, with, I guess with the additions that they got, the rookie um, Bateman and, you know, picking up um, Sammy Watkins, yeah, and having you know Hollywood Brown there, as said now he has he has some guys on the outside that can make some things happen. So this should be an interesting year for him. Yeah, definitely. And that, it was that that one was I think harder than the last two because I think that two right I think the last two, the last two we did was like you know easy, but this one was was kind of hard. Yeah. So I think next week I think the I think the last one for the AFC and. Um, AFC and the NFC South is going to be tough. Um, just before we go, uh, I forgot to add this to the topic. They PFF had Zach Wilson at number one, and they had, of course, Matt Jones as number two. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had, who who have you? Which which rookie quarterback would you probably say you was impressed with, and and which quarterback you say you wasn't too much impressed with? Um, I would say, I said, it's kind of hard to gauge because I said it's, it's so, so much, it was so little work, you know, what's the name, uh, Fields put up big numbers, but, you know, it was when he put up those numbers, I think, you know, he played late in the game, so they're kind of, uh, skewed, whereas, you know, uh, Wilson and, and Trevor, you know, these guys played you know, early in the game with the, the better defensive personnel on the field. Um, like mm. I said, I, I like what I saw out of Wilson. Um, you know, they said Trevor started out kind of rough and, you know, came around. Uh, like I said, uh, with the rating, like I can understand the PFS rating because for the most part, Wilson was very efficient in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, how, where he placed the ball and how, how he's able to move things. And like I said, it helped that the, the Jets were um, looking to establish the run, you know, to help him. So, yes, that's definitely a, a plus. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, as I said, it's hard. I, I, think, did, I, think, I think for me, as, um, I mean, yes, they got an 80-yarder out of uh, Trey Lance, but – he really haven't like performed really well. Like yeah. he he had five or fourteen for a hundred over a hundred yards. And of course it's a rookie thing, but it's good to see that he threw the ball and got a nice touchdown out of it. But I don't know. He was a he I think he was a little bit off. And um, you know, and Trevor Lawrence got his experience and oof, it didn't it didn't look too look a little iffy for him as well. Yeah, but like I said it's it's early. Well, yes, definitely. Yeah, and I said once once they get a a couple of real action style games, you know, under their belt, I think we mm-hmm. can definitely get a a better assessment of you know their abilities. Because if you think about it, you know Lawrence and um, Wilson, their their numbers are damn near identical. You know, six of nine. Um, Lawrence had you know, 71 yards, and I believe uh, Wilson had 69. 
So like they, their production was almost the same, but mm. I think from just how the game flow went, it looked like uh, Wilson, for the most part, had a a, a more uh, efficient game, which is why PFF gave him that rating. You know, but as I said, what's the name? I, I'm really thinking uh you know, Mac Mac Jones, Mr. McCorkle Jones, he's he's gonna he's gonna prove some some people wrong. And I said he looked pretty decent out there and a couple of throws that I watched him do was things that I I preached about with him. He does a very good job of throwing receivers open. And there was times where I saw like a receiver would, you know, that was wedged in between two defenders and he would throw the ball to the side where the furthest defender was, you know, to mm-hmm. get, to get the, his receiver a better opportunity to catch the ball. So right. I said, I think he's, he's going to surprise a couple of people coming into the season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was, I was think I was kind of high on Matt too. So yeah, I'm always surprised. Um, like I said, Cam Newton is going to be the starter, but I feel like if Cam doesn't get that team together, especially with all the money that they spent, then expect Mac Jones to start, maybe the middle of the season or something like that, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Yeah, I won't be neither. <laughs> but anyways, that's that's it for our podcast. Make sure to um, make sure to give us a like, give us a rating, um, give us some feedback. Also, you can follow us on YouTube and um, NY Jets fans. Um, more than likely, we should be coming with the first video on Saturday or Sunday this weekend sometime. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast. We do this for y'all every week. Until next time, we'll take a flight. Take a flight. <laughs>